you know. Oh, okay. I mean, the offering place to be a member of Dr. Doggett's church must be nice. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. The offering plate at Patmos is still open. Hey, <laughs> Hey, Dr. Maya, thank you so very much. We appreciate you, support of the QR2 and of ministry in general. May God continue to bless you as you continue to move forward in your field of influence and continue to represent Oakwood University as you do it. All right? God bless you. Everybody wave at Dr. Maya as she gets out of here. Thank you so very much. We're going to keep the ball rolling. I would like to ask Pastor Boston if you wouldn't mind just praying. I believe we've given folks ample time to hit a cash app or to go to PayPal or to do something as far as giving goes. But I also want to ask you, Pastor Boston, because we are cognizant of the social climate that is in the country of the United States right now. And I know that you made a very powerful statement online via Instagram just a few days ago. And I want to applaud you for your courageousness in calling folks to be a part of a greater conversation. And so, Pastor Boston, if you would, not only pray for the monies and the place they are going to go, but pray for the state of not just our country, but I want to very specifically, Pastor Dog, and truthfully and honestly, pray for the state of our church as we try to navigate through this. Our very own North American Division President, uh, Elder Dan Jackson, put out a video today. I don't know if you all have seen it. It's about a seven-minute video that he put out. I don't know if it was today, but that's when I saw it today. And we just want to praise him for at least at least making some admissions in his video. And if you haven't had a chance to, make sure you find it. Um, I was very touched by what Elder Jackson had to say. I'm going to ask Pastor Boston. I don't know, Sensei, if you want to say something before he prays to that. If not, we'll just have Pastor Boston pray. Let's just have him pray, and my heart joins in with him as he prays. Thank you, Doug. Let's pray. Father, we thank you right now, first, for the vision of the quarantine revival for QR2 Now, this prophecy edition. I ask that for every heart that has been moved to, to light, I ask, Lord, that you continue to carry their journey by your spirit. For those that are giving right now on Cash App and PayPal, I pray that as they give, that they would experience what it means to reap and to sow. And Lord, I ask now for not just the experience tonight, but the ongoing experience of every believer who is coming in contact with this revival. I pray that it revives homes and hearts and experiences and journeys. And Lord, I lift up this nation to you again I ask that those who are in positions of power and privilege that they would see through the eyes of those that are oppressed. I ask, oh God, that you would give the church a heart to do the right thing, even though it takes a long path to get there. I ask, oh Father, in Jesus' name, that as we put these things in your hands, that we would trust that your path and what you have ordered and what you have ordained will come to pass. Lord, give us the strength to do what is right, though the heavens may fall. Be with our speaker tonight. Be with our psalmist tonight. And I pray not a single person will leave this encounter not knowing what it means to hear a word from the Lord. We thank you now for the healing that only you can give. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you very much. Pastor Boston, I'm going to ask that you would introduce and reveal <laughs> our mystery preacher uh, for tonight. And um, after you do that, uh, we'll go right into the song as we prepare our hearts and minds to, to get the word. Absolutely. Deductively, it was in 2003 that he was elected to be the 62nd chaplain of the United States Senate. 
He began working in July, but prior to coming to Capitol Hill, he served as a chaplain for the United States Navy for over 27 years, ending his distinguished career as the chief of Navy chaplains. The Senate elected its first chaplain in 1789, and after more than 150 years, their first African-American chaplain was this individual. He was commissioned as a Navy chaplain in 1976. His first duty of station was the Fleet Religious Support Activity in Norfolk, Virginia. Subsequent assignments included uh, activities all over the United States, Okinawa, Japan, and here right now, tonight, his Personal decorations include the Navy Distinguished Service Medal, the Legion of Merit Medal, Defense Meritorious Service Medal, two Meritorious Service Medals, and a host of accolades and awards for his distinguished service. Chaplain Barry Black is a native of Baltimore, Maryland, an alumnus of Oakwood College, Andrews University, North Carolina Central University, Eastern Baptist Seminary, Salva Regina University, and the United States International University. In addition to earning Master of Arts degrees in Divinity, Counseling, and Management, he has received a doctorate degree in Ministry and a Doctor philosophy degree in psychology. My dear friends, I want to present to you one of the greatest preachers of our time, the one and only Dr. Chaplin, Barry Black. We'll get through it, you know. I know it feels some days like it's just never going to end, but it's going to end. And when it does, I believe that God will have um, given us the victory. Ooh. 
my trust in you. Everybody sing, say, I will, I will trust yes, sir. Hey, doctor, your mic is muted. Still muted. Hey, it seems we are having a technical issue with Dr. Black. Am I the only one who can't hear him? Can, can y'all hear him? I can see your mouth moving, Doc. I, I, I can't hear you. <clears throat> I can't hear you. So what I'm going to suggest maybe is that you hop out and then hop back on so that we can um, get you and reset. I'm going to ask the tech in the background if our tech team would work with you. And I'm going to invite uh, the sensei and Pastor Boston to join me here. And uh, we'll wait for some notification that things are working right for uh, Chaplain Black. Uh, listen, I believe that uh, these things happen. And that's why the Lord has anointed and appointed for us to have men of God here who can help us navigate through even these difficult situations. Right. And so um, I want to hear a little bit more, Pastor Boston, if you would, um, just about what really kind of triggered your mind to make that IG video that you did that really was a clarion call to get folks into uh, this, you know, conversation, if you would, get into the ring of this conversation. And Dr. Doggett, if uh, Chaplain Black is not back by then, I would like you to speak to a little bit the importance of the prophetic time that we are living in and how even these race issues are affecting us, What? Uh, uh, excuse me, impact our interpretation of prophecy. So, Pastor Boston, if you would. 
Well, I want to encourage you right now, if you are tuning in, I want you to share. Dr. Barry Black will be with us in just a few moments. Uh, we were grateful for meditation from Anthony Brown. I'm John Boston, and uh, the question was, what inspired me to share the video I shared on Instagram? Fundamentally, challenging spiritual leaders to, uh, to not be quiet on these matters and talking directly to the faith community that I'm a part of. And I, I don't say this because he's here, but it's people like Dr. James Doggett and people like Dr. Barry Black that give our generation a voice to, to speak uh, to things that are true, no matter what, no matter the consequence. You know, it, it's not about a job. It's about doing the right thing. And I think as a people of prophecy, there's no better time for us to be prophetic than right now. We cannot just talk about the prophecies that predict the coming of Jesus Christ, the greatest prophets of old. They stood in the gap. They stood for what is right. They spoke uh, in a way that demanded that God's voice be recognized in the people that they served. And so that I, I get my voice from people like Dr. James Doggett. And for that reason, I don't have a problem calling it out and calling it for what it is. I just served in another part of the world field. And uh, it saddens me that I rem my daughter is the same age I was. I'm explaining to her what's happening in America, the riots and why that's taking place. And she's the same age I was when Rodney King uh, was beaten nearly within an inch of his life. And so it's a it's a painful time. And I think that now more than ever before, we have to address it. And I fundamentally believe and I say this and I'll shut up uh, on this point. If we remain silent on these matters, we will reap what we have sown. If we sow silence, when the time comes, when the world is against true believers, we will reap it in our own personal experiences. And I think that's critical for us. Thank you very much, Pastor Boston. Listen, everybody, um, we have to restart the link. We have to restart the entire broadcast. There was a technical issue. You know this happened to us a few nights ago. And so everybody, we're going to end the broadcast I'm going to ask everybody to get off, and then we're going to start back up, okay? And so, uh, same way we did the other night, no worries, technology, this is what happens. So, we will be right back as we end the broadcast right now, and then we're going to jump back on so that we can sort everything out, all right?